Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Chris Seibert Show. This is week number three, episode three, the third episode of this podcast. Depending on which way you look at it, this is the officially the third episode, even though one could argue that it's the fourth since I've uploaded an introduction. But anyways... I am very, very excited. I'm very thankful. This is going to be a really good episode. And even before we begin, of course, I still want to go through at least kind of the, I guess, categories and break them into the subcategories or the talking points. But every single episode is going to be different depending on when you tune in. So somebody say who's new and decides to, I guess, watch the episode this week or download the episode through either Apple Podcasts or Spotify, they'll know what's happening. I want to just give thanks. That is the first part of this podcast. Uh, After looking back at week number two, there is just some exciting buzz going around. Things are looking great. We had two total downloads again compared, or I guess the exact same as week number two. And we had eight total views on YouTube. And out of those seven total views, the average retention time was four minutes and 55 seconds, which was 17.6%. But The key thing and the most important thing that I need to bring up is I received four likes, four video likes on the YouTube video. I've yet to receive one like from any other episode I've uploaded thus far of the Chris Seibert show. So seeing four likes on that particular video it's just awesome. It feels really good. It's it's a great feeling. And to even on top of that mention that in the past seven days, I have officially gained two subscribers. I have not seen that amount of subscribe action probably since February, late February, when I kind of just blew up my social media with my YouTube saying I was coming back out and making more videos again and uploading stuff and more content. So I saw a nice little spike in sub growth then, but since then it's kind of just been flatlined. But in the past seven days, two total subscribers. And again, I just want to thank each and every one of you who have been tuning in, who have been listening, who have been watching. You just, I mean, you guys just don't understand what it means to me. So thank you so much. So for you new listeners out there, as talking before, I like to kind of give you a brief overview of what happens with each, I guess you could say, subject, breaking it off into subcategories or a category, and then breaking it off into the talking points. The first part, I always give thanks and just go over, give you kind of a basic rundown of the previous week of uh, just kind of the analytical data so that way you know what's happening. And as obviously we continue to keep pumping these out once a week, you will hopefully, or I guess we'll hopefully see uh, some growth. So it's an exciting time, but okay. After giving thanks, we break off into the weekly update. Now, this is most of the talking time. This is where I talk about my life, essentially, any new developments, anything personal. This way, I'm transparent. You guys feel close to me. You can trust me uh, and just really feel a part of this channel. So I'm pretty much just going to be breaking it down and talking about the past seven days in my personal life and what's up. So that way, those of you who have not really contacted me, talk to me, aren't really sure what's going on. This way you can be informed and get caught up. First things first, last week, week number two on the episode, I talked about how we've been kind of posting these live streams where I work out at Festool and having the privilege now to take over their YouTube account and run it, which is super exciting and super fun because our, the company I work for, Festool, their corporate US YouTube channel has like 48,000. I believe we're going to be passing the 48,000 subscriber mark here very soon. I wouldn't be surprised right now, honestly, if we were over 49,000 subscribers. But 
it's a lot of subscribers, a lot of views. I mean, all of the data you could ever want. It's crazy. It was, I was just over the weekend, I was looking at the metrics and in the past 30 days or something, there's been a quarter of a million views and breaking that down and looking at each video and seeing the comments and you know replying back and providing feedback, messing around with the tags and making sure it's good, updating the thumbnails, little things like that that I kind of incorporated in my own YouTube channel. Being able to do this for a bigger channel is just, it's a dream come true. It's been so fun. But regardless, I want to bring up that we officially started live streaming on YouTube for the company that I work for. And it's cool too because we have a nice production setup. We have two mirrorless cameras. Actually, as a matter of fact, we use the one that I'm recording with right now. We have two of essentially the same cameras, but we have Sony A7Threes that pretty much film the process. And we also have a Blackmagic Design ATEM Studio Pro. So this is the switcher that we use to switch between mirrorless cameras. We also have like a mixer for audio and stuff. So it's like a super dope, expensive setup. And it's cool to be behind that because when I do my live streams, it's, uh, I mean, it's just from my, my MacBook camera. So it's nothing like really too exciting, but it's just, yeah, you know what I mean? Like it's, it's pretty interesting, but what I'm talking about, I guess what I'm really um, wanting to tell you guys is since we've officially started live streaming last week uh, on Friday, when we kind of, you know, posted over all of our social accounts, our Instagram account, our Facebook account, YouTube stuff, uh, we ended up having 159 active concurrent viewers throughout the stream when we live streamed on this account come Friday, which is just a massive number, I feel like. 159 people sitting and watching a 30-minute segment. Now, people are popping in and out, of course, and the number kept changing, but our peak was 159 viewers at one point. During my live stream, I think the most I've ever had in one session is like five or six, and within that, the chat being active, probably like three or four, but... I am running the cameras and stuff. Our social media specialist is running the switcher and all of that kind of stuff. So I don't get to see it happen real time. But once the stream ends, that's when we kind of get to break it down and huddle up and look at all of the data. But yeah, 159 active viewers. And as of this point in time, once it was posted on Friday, it's over 6,000 views. So just seeing that support, being able to look at that behind the scenes, break that down, it is just so awesome. And I just wanna share that with you guys this week. It's just crazy thinking of stuff like that. Um, I also have here that uh, welcome to my weekends. I, uh, if you guys can recall in last week's uh, episode, I talked about how I'm gonna take this week a lot more serious. Now, this was obviously from the past, but uh, last week I was saying that this weekend I was gonna take it a lot more serious. You know, really, really try with getting B-roll, capturing with a professional, nice camera, the Sony a7R III, kind of doing some cool little cinematic shots, adding some color correcting, smooth transitions, just overall making the production standpoint so, so much better. And uh, I just wanted to talk about this week. I've gotten some feedback thus far, and uh, overall it was a pretty positive view, or I guess positive, uh, how would I word this? The viewer said it was pretty good. Uh, I wanna shout out Dakota. I'm gonna be working with him in the future, but he has been so cool because he watches, I'd say almost every single one of my videos generally takes the time to comment something and it's awesome, but he said that it looks super good. I've also heard from a couple other people that it turned out pretty good as well. So for now on, you know, it's gonna be a must for me to continue to push out on Welcome to My Weekends, 
better quality content. And once the bars open up and it goes back to a little bit of normalcy, obviously things won't be normal. I wanna make sure that even though I'm at the bar, using my iPhone and still trying to get some slick, cool shots and bringing those into post and color correcting them and making just like a, like a movie, like a really fun time. So I was very excited with the result. I was happy, it felt fun. And the thing that's important too is, even though you know potentially a lot of people could say, my previous content was kind of half-assed, which I will say it kind of was because a lot of it was just shooting on my iPhone, airdropping that content into my MacBook, then kind of just splicing it together, maybe adjusting the audio a little bit, nothing too crazy, but just making it one long video. So uh, with this new, like this, for example, this past weekend when I was a lot more serious, I tried to think before I, sh like I shot stuff, bringing it into post and really putting it together, I learned quite a couple different things and it really tested my creativity, which is so valuable and so important. And it really helps you and it's not only like really expands your mind in a way from a creative aspect of when it comes to editing stuff, but overall the whole consensus for me was just like, wow, this is, this is really good. I'm learning stuff. My work's going to be better in the future. And uh, a lot of, I, I was even noticing that when I was shooting stuff, I was like, oh, these aren't the right frame rate and stuff. Like I need to adjust these settings and mess with my ISO or depth of field, focusing, just a lot of really cool things that I wouldn't really typically think about because the iPhone does a pretty good job of just auto-focusing and staying still. So overall, a great experience and I was really happy and I can't wait to continue pushing out. Uh, more professional content on Welcome to My Weekends for you guys. Yesterday's live stream, if you didn't know, I live stream every single Wednesday. I generally or typically try to start around 6.30 p.m. Uh, and it goes just depending on how the viewership is or I guess how many viewers are active, if it's a pretty good, uh, I guess, I wouldn't say communication, but if there's quite a few comments going back and forth during the live stream and I'm able to give feedback and provide answers and stuff, I'll go a lot longer. Originally, when I first started doing these live streams every single Wednesday, it was about a two-hour live stream, but now with work being kind of hectic, me got I got some other stuff going on. I've kind of just dialed it back to kind of just see really how's it performing. And uh, I think I figured out the biggest hurdle, I guess, hassle that I've had my stream's been really buffery. It lags a lot. When people are, are watching the stream, it's kind of hard to digest because it just jumps or buffers or freezes and it like skips. So it's not a really good experience for the viewer. Uh, I went through and adjusted my output settings during the stream and changed it from 2,500 kilobytes per second to 3,000. I changed it from 2,500 because that's the original settings on OBS to 5,000, which I saw in a video, and that kind of made things a little worse, I feel like. So I ended up dialing it back to find a happy medium, and I noticed during yesterday's live stream, it was pretty smooth the whole way through, or at least that's what I thought. And going back and looking, yeah, there was a little jumps here and there, and it kind of stopped and buffered, but it was a lot more digestible, it was better overall, and it felt good. So moving forward, if this continues to happen, I will start to uh, post out again my Wednesday live stream. So be on the lookout for that. And uh, we'll be getting into it here in a second. This will be kind of like the last thing I talk about in the weekly update, but uh, speaking more on the live stream aspect. Um, I wanna talk about something, or I guess give a recommendation out there for you guys. I don't really listen to podcasts as much as I used to or uh, 
just because my commute's kind of gotten sh uh, shorter, my previous job, I was about an hour commute to work. So it was nice to be able to kind of listen to one podcast on the way there, one podcast on the way back. And there's so much content. We've discussed this multiple times. But uh, the only podcast I'm really listening to, and I, I will listen to Joe Rogan too, depending on who the guest is, because I'm subscribed to his channel. I also follow his podcast. But I would recommend to you guys out there who are maybe trying to find something new or curious to maybe as what I listen to, group chat. And uh, this group chat podcast, they talk about news, or I guess like really current news. They talk about the stock market and stocks. They talk about fashion and the music industry. And they also just use a lot of humor. It's relatable, it's digestible, and it's just really good content. They've kind of beefed it up and it's usually around an hour and a half episode. It used to be anywhere from 45 to an hour. But um, I'm recommending this because in it would have been last Friday's episode. This was the day after I uploaded my podcast. Uh, uh, one of the hosts who has a clothing brand, a couple of them actually is like the CEO. Uh, he had his really good friend called Angelo Satira, Satira, Angelo Satira, I want to say. But uh, anyways, Angelo is a 39-year-old entrepreneur, extremely well off. Uh, he's very educated and he comes from Silicon Valley where there's the big tech industry and everything. And he just, he has so many connections and stuff, but he came on the podcast on group chat last Friday during this episode. And I wanted to bring it up this week because I thought it was just super interesting and also like just made too much sense. He kind of discussed how community is so misguided and just so messed up really in our society. He said if there was like better community involvement, better ways of networking and surrounding yourself with people who you want to surround with, things would be like just completely different. And um, he talked about a lot of times, I guess there was this convention or something called South by Southwest. I want to say this was out in California. This could be New York. I can't remember at this point in time. But he said a lot of times after the convention, it was known that Gary V would be in a hotel room with a lot of other young entrepreneurs, tech people, and they would just discuss ideas, um, business strategies, just really put their minds together while drinking and discussing of ways to build their wealth and think of all these. It just sounded extremely unique. And for me personally, I wanna bring this up because since I've moved to Indy, and really kind of been able to branch out, I've been fortunate enough to meet a lot of people with similar interests who are like very businessy oriented, thinking of ways to grow their wealth, thinking of business ideas. It's, I don't know, it's fun to talk about that stuff. But for me personally, I guess like, in terms of community and stuff, say I moved here and I wasn't able to network or talk to or find really anybody other than my close friends from college or like home, like I feel like the move would be a lot more difficult and a lot more harder in a lot of ways. So uh, I don't know. I just think it's, it's, it's really interesting how when you surround yourself with like-minded people, and I'm not saying you need to because it's good to like talk to other people who like have different viewpoints or interests because that's how you really learn and see things from a different angle. But in terms of just like, imagine 
what your similar interests are. Like say I really, really liked horses. Finding a community around horses, people who breed horses, people who race horses, ride horses, buy horses, have horses. When you surround yourself with those kind of people, you really learn and you think and you adapt and you start just getting all these ideas and understanding more. And it's just fun to sit and talk about that stuff and learn from one another. So going back to what Angelo was talking about in that podcast episode about community, I just found it extremely interesting. And I, I kind of agree because like, I feel like if you were able to discover like some type of page or a location or a meetup spot where it was like young business tech savvy uh just like you know like hobbies that you enjoy doing meet up here at this point in time and then you go and everyone's there and it's kind of like a social event or a networking event to where overall you surround yourself with these people and start talking and you realize like oh my gosh we have so much in common and you build off that and you continue to work together it's just super cool and a great idea and i i see how it's easy to like not be in a community or maybe you're different and you don't feel like you belong anywhere if you were to know a group of people who have similar interests as you it just i don't know from a mental aspect from a financial aspect from all kinds of aspects i mean if you really break it down i just find that super interesting so i wanted to bring that up um so yeah and the last thing I want to talk about before even previously bringing up the whole live streaming situation, a golden egg fell in my lap yesterday evening. Uh, one of my clients, a friend who I'm really close with, the company that my father works for. For those of you that don't know, when I graduated, I guess throughout my whole college career, uh, I've been extremely fortunate, extremely blessed, and I'm always thankful and forever and forever will be thankful. But uh, I was doing a profession videography where at one point in time they needed some help with video and the kind of line of work they have, it's a construction company, but what they really needed video work for was a liability purpose. So they were going to be doing some excavating, tearing up a lot of yards, patchwork, stuff like that. They needed somebody to come into the job site before and kind of get pictures and videos of the whole job site to where they were specifically working at because say you're working in a neighborhood, you're not by somebody's house, a guy comes across the street and he has a hole in his yard from digging and he says, hey, you guys messed up my yard, you owe me $15,000. And if there's no proof, then it's hard to say, or I guess prove it in court. So I've been really fortunate enough because I've had the opportunity to do quite a few projects with my father and uh, my really good friend as well. Again, I'm not saying names, but uh, yeah, I ended up getting a text late yesterday afternoon and uh, my good friend reached out and said, hey, we got a couple projects, we're getting ready to start, we need some liability stuff done, can you do it tomorrow? So luckily enough today, I got a lot of things cleared off my plate right away, was able to go out with my father, get some content done, and I was compensated pretty well. I haven't got the check yet, but this is going to expedite now the process of buying the computer. My wish list now, after gonna, when I receive this check, will pretty much check off all the boxes. So this will not only be written down as a tax write-off due to its equipment for work and stuff like that, and YouTube and live streaming and stuff, but it's official. I will be getting it within the next few weeks for sure now once I get that check. So 
I just wanted to share that. It's also a business development thing, which I haven't really been able to share because there's been no really clientele work needed in the past few weeks. So this just popped up last minute. Of course, I said yes, absolutely. And I jumped right on the train and yeah, so that's awesome. So that's pretty much the weekly breakdown my life so you guys know and that took a lot of time in this week's episode so i hope that's okay just looking at the time now on my computer but moving on to the next thing i talk about the stock market now i don't break down stocks i don't break down the news really necessarily mostly it's just me sharing my portfolio and i want to do this not to really rub it in your face but to continue to grow and show you that i'm actively investing i have talked about it multiple times on my YouTube channel. I share literally every single week, I call it Portfolio Friday on my Instagram account, just to show that what happens when you invest. A lot of people, you don't need to invest so much money to make money, just little increments over time. And I generally do 25 to $100 a week. Some weeks I don't, it just depends on if the market's down, if it's up, if I'm feeling it, but I don't cap off over 100. So. Long-term investing is the game for me, but I just like sharing my portfolio so you guys know what's going on. Essentially from last week, I added to two positions. I added an MITT, the symbol, and then I also added an EP, EPR as well last week. This week, I've ended up adding an additional 35 shares to my MITT holding, bringing my total share count to 310 shares. Previously last week, I was at 275, so now I'm at 300, or 300, I, yeah, no, I'm right, 310 total shares. The cool thing about MITT is that it's $1.80 annual dividend, so every single share at the end of the year, if I hold for a whole year, I will get $1.80 back in return. It's currently valued under two under three dollars a share but pre-corona it was in the high teens so compounding that as i continue to add more shares and then the dividend in return and reinvesting that uh is exciting and it's pumped like I'm, I'm super happy i did the math and i think i'm now going to be receiving annually 558 dollars from mit mitt mit so it's just Man, it's exciting to think of. I just love the stock market. But yeah, I'll go over this and recap it really quick. Uh, Blink, B-L-N-K, that's my biggest holding. I own 2,000 shares of that. MFA, I own 900 shares of that. And MFA has a 90 cent annual dividend. I should have told you guys this as well. Uh, pretty much all the dividends for these companies that I'm holding have currently been cut off due to the pandemic. But once we get out of this and once the dividends come back, if they do, this was uh, this will hopefully be the price. It may be cheaper, but as of now, this is all the proof I have. So MFA, sorry, 900 shares with an 80 cent annual dividend. SPHD, I own 63 shares with a $1.87 annual dividend. SPHD, oh, I just said that one, sorry. MITT, I now currently own 310 shares of that with a $1.80 annual dividend. And then last but not least, I own 97 shares of EPR with an annual dividend of $4.59. And again, just to recap kind of everything, I hold it long. I don't buy stuff and flip it and sell it off a couple nickels and dimes or even a dollar. I'm in this for the long term, the Warren Buffett approach. Adding every chance I get a week, either 25 or up to $100, just depending on how things are going. And then I just sit on it and eventually over time, once I start to receive these dividends, I will just continue to keep reinvesting them. So that's my stock market recap for you guys. Next category we're gonna get into is news. It's been 
pretty nice. It's it's horrible to say, but it's just been nice because every single Thursday we get a new jobs report, so I can kind of keep this up to date with you guys because this is kind of important. But uh, the bad news is, is that unfortunately, again, it was a lot of jobs this week. We ended up from the report losing, or I guess another 2.1 Americans have filed for in unemployment and lost their jobs, bringing the total, or I guess passing the total amount of 40 million Americans without jobs right now. This is what scares me uh, in the long run. I don't think really reality set in. We had a long Memorial Day weekend. Everybody was out, getting lit, having a great time. However, six to eight months from now, at this rate, as we continue to have more and more Americans file for unemployment, fingers crossed, businesses are starting to open up daily now, it seems like, and more people are getting back to work. But a lot of these jobs, I feel like, aren't going to be able to come back. And with their experience, I'm assuming a lot of it's retail, um, hostess, waitress, bartender. A lot of these smaller businesses and smaller communities are going to suffer and they need to find more work. So it's a really scary thought. I don't want to talk about this too long because you know my, my main message is being uplifting and positive. But it's just something to think about and keep an eye out for. But I can't help but feel bad for the many Americans who are out of work right now, especially those with young children, families, that's gotta be extremely, extremely difficult and sad. So hopefully there's an answer sooner or later. I'm pretty sure in the House right now, I guess maybe in the Senate, there's still another bill going for another round of stimulus. But again, that's just not enough to live off of. But luckily enough, I think you get uh, your unemployment check for a whole year. So I hope by the end of the year going into 2020, that 40 million is way lower and a lot more work is being um, done and people are getting back to work, I should say. So we'll end it there. And then of course, the last thing we got to discuss on the Chris Seibert Show, week number three is the weekly challenge. Uh, I got this inspiration from off-brand comedians. Basically, what I try to do is I want to do, essentially, starting on Fridays up until Thursday, Thursday being the last day, and starting another whole round, is just something that I want to put on my Instagram story to, one, keep my Instagram active, also, two, just to kind of do, you know, like simple exercises or activities that promote healthy, positive habits and also time management skills because I know in a 24 time, 24 hour period, you need sleep, you need to eat, you need to go to work or whatever, but trying to make sure that you find time to do one exercise or activity and it feels good when you accomplish something like that. So there's quite a few different reasons as to why I do these, but I look like a goofball and everything and it's super corny and fun. I try to make the story at least kind of entertaining, but uh, no, it's just, it's a good positive thing to do and I feel like I enjoy doing it and always remember that if you're following me on Instagram and if you see me, or I guess have my little circle has a ring around it up on the story tab to just ignore it if you don't want to watch it. But if you want to get involved, that's fine. Uh, this past week I did 15 air squats and then 10 seconds of toe, ch toe touches. I missed Friday's exercise, and then I think even today, no, I missed a couple days. It was, it was bad. It was just Memorial Day weekend was wild. Uh, there was just a lot going on. So, but it was like today, I think I only did 10 air squats, and I looked back to the story, and I just facepalmed. I was like, God dang it. So um, anyways, that was that. Uh, this week, what I'm going to do is I'm going to do five burpees and then a 15-second plank. Now, 
My time's kind of running out for this podcast series, but I want to talk about a couple things really quick. Uh, earlier in last week's episode in the personal story, I'm not going to get too into this, but I downloaded Hinge. Uh, it's really cool because one of my matches so happened to follow my Instagram. Uh, I'm pretty sure she might have subscribed to my YouTube channel. I'm not sure. But anyways, she has her own side business. She does health and nutrition. Uh, she exercises quite often from what it seems like. She's going to be going back to school too soon. She has a mentor, but uh, she got a hold of me and suggested that I start actually hashtagging or doing something with a hashtag to get more people involved with this because it's a really good idea. And she said that she would also start to do it as well. And uh, it just felt good and it was cool. And it's such a great idea. Honestly, I haven't really thought about doing that. So uh, I will make this announcement in tomorrow when I first kick it off, announcing the hashtag and everything. I won't say names to disclose anything, but uh, I think that's awesome. I love feedback. I it's it's just it's nice knowing that people are paying attention and they have an idea to kind of perfect it or make it better or have an idea. And it just it's awesome. So I will start incorporating the hashtag and starting that. Um, Tomorrow, I will be using the hashtag CSW challenge, just my initials and then weekly challenge, but instead of weekly, just W to make it short and sweet and to the point. But um, again, yeah, I just got to say thanks. I thought that was a great idea and I didn't even think of that. So I want to start incorporating that. And then I should hopefully be able to track that hashtag and see who's getting involved and be able to message them and thank them and keep up with them. And yeah, that's just super cool. But Week number three is coming to a close. I see that the time is winding down. Uh, guys, I just, I don't know what to say. Like, I can't thank you enough. Doing these podcasts are just super exciting and super fun because it's a way for me to just stay to date, stay up to, or I guess be transparent, have you guys kind of peek into my life and get comfortable and all of that. So I'm just super thankful, super excited, and uh, I just appreciate it. All the support, all the love and everything. But my camera's probably going to be shutting off soon, but in the meantime, again, I just want to thank you. I will be back again on Monday with Welcome to My Weekends. Everyone stay safe as always. Thanks for everything, and I will see you soon. Bye-bye.